this your boy Navy Free, and as always, I want to welcome you all back to the Heck Dangerous Podcast. Um, as always, I want to thank you all for liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting, all that stuff you do. We enjoy a really, really great podcast. This is episode fifty-seven. Uh, for those of you listening to episode fifty-six, I know I said that um, that would be my last episode before um, the interview with my fiance, but the Holy Spirit was speaking to me this morning, and also. Now that I have a date for y'all to look forward to, I want to make sure that um, I put that on the podcast so that you all could look forward to that date. Um, Yeah, I just want to thank you all for supporting the show. Um, Like I said, you know, I've been looking at the numbers and it's still amazing to me that um, I still, despite no promo, despite no interviews, despite... Um, no videos, no nothing like that, that I still could crack at least 10 listeners every episode. Um, it's so amazing, and I'm so grateful for your support. Um, before I get into the podcast, one person I want to give a huge shout-out to was Matt Mossman. Um, I just want to thank you personally for um, just supporting the podcast. Um, this is a person I met, I, I want to say maybe 2010, 2011, um, long time ago, I was just a young buck um, selling T-shirts for the Kings, and um, him and his amazing wife—they um, just were so polite to me. Always, uh, you know, just just always would come to my booth and try to help out with sales. I remember one one uh, holiday season, um, one they they split their gifts, so one partner got me a Christmas gift, and one partner got me a birthday gift. And I think it was like gift cards both ways, but. Um, They've just always been so loving, and um, they're definitely people that um, I keep near and dear in my heart, and that I truly am thankful for, not because of money, but because of their love and support, you know, Um, and um, it it just, it just shows how great God is, how um, so often we could just think they were doing mundane, insignificant things, like a lot of times, like, you know, people of the faith, we try to pursue things that we think are impactful, right? Like we think, oh, I have to work in education. I have to be a doctor. Um, I have to do these impactful things, but you can really be impactful all around. And, um, you know, just me being a young, energetic, um, outgoing, um, articulate young man, I was able to just develop these relationships, um, and uh, Matt and his wife were uh, just an example of those people. But um, just being a good steward in that situation, uh, making the best out of slinging T-shirts for eight dollars an hour, um, being on your feet the whole time, you know, um, working for the Kings, not getting these sales, um, and just seeing how that relationship has, um, you know, stayed consistent throughout the years. And I think they moved to Arizona and they came back, and so. Um, I'm just so grateful for that relationship. And uh, yeah, so, um, you know, just know that anything that you're doing to the glory of God is significant. I mean, you could be flipping burgers. uh, You could be, you know, dumping trash. uh, You could be a person who who, um, puts, you know, clothes on racks. Um, You could be anything and... You could be doing that job to the glory of the God, to the glory of God, and um, just come across different people. You know, I remember doing delivery driving, 
and just the um, interactions I would have with people, conversations, um, just different things that would happen that would occur. And it's funny because like, you know, I work in the healthcare industry now. And it's funny because most of the impact I have is not um, due to the work I do with hospitals or um, working with doctors. Most of the impact I make is with my coworkers, is um, talking in the break room, is um, having conversations during our shifts and um, offering to pray for people, um, just being a listening ear for people, you know, um, just sharing my testimony. Like even at my orientation on Monday, you know, um, my fiance, um, she bought me this hoodie. Um, she she cussed, had this, this hoodie custom made for me and it was to, um, mem- you know, to commemorate my um my day of being baptized. And I wore that shirt. I wore that hoodie and um, the scripture on this Mark 16, 16. And so, um, you know, the person was taking my picture for my badge and she recognized a hoodie. And she asked me like, she said, well, first of all, she's like, I love your hoodie. And then, you know, she was like, you know, does that have any significance to you? And we started to talk about baptism. Then she told me about her walk and um, it was just amazing, you know? And so it's crazy because you go into this field and you're thinking about how you could glorify God by, quote unquote, saving lives or, you know, shipping or doing things that can contribute to uh, the value of people's lives. And that still does happen. Right. Like I ship out blood components and there are people who, you know, who who share testimonies with us about getting to spend more getting to spend another year with their father or their mom, or, you know, you know, uh, saving their children's life with these units. So that's still being done. But you understand, like, I'm not seeing that on the back end. I'm just sending it, and that's it. And so, uh, yeah, the a lot of impact is made through conversations with coworkers. So um, it's just a beautiful thing. So, you know, just know that as a believer, you could do anything to glory of God. You don't have to do some crazy, significant job. Um, you don't have to, um, have any position in the church that you could glorify God just by simply, um, exemplifying his, his characteristics, um, by sharing the gospel with people by, you know, like when people, you know, see me and they want to talk, you know, like people want to say like, oh man, like what a beautiful family or man, like it must be so cool to have an album or this or that. And it's like, I give all credit and all glory to him in that situation, letting people know that what you see, the stuff that um, you admire, the stuff that you glorify, the stuff that you um, see and that you want to emulate or that, um, you know, you may, whatever it is, it ain't me, it's him. And so, uh, it's pretty simple, right? <laughs> it's pretty simple, but um, whew, let's get into it. Um, so I don't know if I mentioned this before. I probably did, but um, God has had me in this season where he is um, trying to help me understand the purpose of everything through his lens, you know, um, Constantly, and I'll just speak for myself, constantly 
subconsciously, even if I don't acknowledge it or know it, um, a lot of my comparisons, my standards are set from the world, right? My example. So a lot of times when I am parenting or I'm being a partner, I'm, I'm um, doing things that I have learned um, just in life, you know, or I'm trying to figure things out, right? And so um, as I've went through life, I've realized that um, these things that ultimately he has to be example. I was talking to my fiance and we were just talking about there's certain things that we're trying to implement in our household that we've never seen lived out in the physical sense by our parents, by any of our, um, uh, what do you call it? You know, our elders or anyone around us who was responsible for our care. And as I was reflecting, I started to realize how much of a lie that was, because although I may not have any earthly examples, all I have to do is look to scripture, look to Jesus, look to, you know, even different people within the Bible. And I could see examples of how um, marriage is lived out, how fatherhood is lived out, how to extend grace, how to, um, you know, how to not be quick to anger, um, how to control my tongue. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so, you know, how, how to flee from temptation, from evil. There's all these examples. Um, Jesus has all these examples within scripture. And so um, I've just come to realize that uh, when it comes to you know, money, when it comes to all these different things, food, when it comes to sex, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to um, our lives, just everything. There's scripture for everything. There's um, sermons, there's all kind of resources. And so um, one thing that I was thinking about this morning is I'm a, I'm a big um, define that word kind of guy. Like I realize, like in life, we use a lot of words and we just kind of think, we kind of assume, we kind of just use them the way we've heard them be used. And so like one thing that I looked up today was the difference between being tired and being exhausted. And so in laying terms, tired was just um, a need for rest, basically. And exhaustion, um, let me get my notes out for this because I want to make sure I have it on point, like for real, for real. Like I, like I remember it. But um, I'll make sure that I have it. So, um, yeah, tired is just a need of rest. Exhausted is being tired out um, and the use of all of one's resources completely being drained. And so, like, um, a lot of times in society, I hear the word exhausted. And what I've learned in this season is that we're going to always be exhausted if we're putting other things in God's place. And I know I've been repeating myself saying this a lot, but I really feel like um, the Lord really is working this through me day day in and day out, really trying to help me understand. And so um, I realized that like 
I could be tired from my work week, but I'm learning to, you know, that the Bible instructs us to give our first fruits to him. And so I'm consciously trying to making, I'm consciously trying to make sure that I'm not depleting myself doing things for me. You know, like, like I think about like coworkers and how a lot of people, they find their approval through work. Like people are so afraid to take chances and make mistakes at work because, you know, if they make a mistake at work, they just feel like crap. Like I see people when they make mistakes at my job, they just, their mood changes. They're just so downtrodden. You know, this, you know, it's one thing to make a mistake and be like, dang, okay, I'm gonna get him next time. But like, people are really like broken by these mistakes. They're really hurt behind it. They're really devastated. And so um, I'm learning to discern spiritually that like I could work my work week, um, but that I could be conscious of how I'm divvying out my energy, right? So it's like, like on a spiritual sense, like when I go to work, I'm not saying that I'm taking some off or that I'm, I'm not putting an effort towards the Lord, but I'm also understanding that I'm going there trying to glorify the Lord with my efforts and making sure that I'm, um, you know, doing my obligations, but not to the point where I'm exhausting myself, you know? And I understand that, you know, in some situations it can be difficult, but I'm learning, um, especially coming to this job much later into my walk, a lot more mature in my walk. I've came into this situation with a different approach. And so I think about all the jobs I had and how, you know, I used to work myself to the bone. I'd pick up overtime. I was I was that person who, you know, wouldn't miss days. I just was going and going and going and going. And I left all those jobs resent with resentment. I left all those jobs bitter because I wanted more out of the job than what the job was supposed to provide. Like the job was just supposed to was supposed to you know pay help me pay my bills. Um, it was supposed to you know give me work, give me discipline, you know things like that. But it wasn't supposed to be my God, my Lord. And so, um, one thing that I want to do is I want to recommit myself to Christ, recommit myself, and I want Him to be Lord in my life. You know, um, as I look at life, um, I realize that. Everything is going to deplete me. Everything is going to exhaust me because it's not God. Only God, you know, that's why God says that he's our rock. That's why, you know, he says, you know, the man who 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 builds his home on the rock, they'll be secure through all kinds of situations. And the, and the man who builds his house on sand, they'll be tossed aside. And it's like, I have to let him be Lord. I have to make him my rock, my foundation. And when... He is Lord of my life. Um, things won't exhaust me. My relationship, I won't be exhausted from my duty. I may be tired. There may be times where I need to, you know, go for a ride, or there may be times where I need to go hang out with some homies and take and, and you know, you know, have an hour or two away from Felicia. Um, there may be times where, you know, I just need to sleep in and, you know, it's like, you know, have a have a day off you know, from taking Jackson to school, you know, when he's out, when he's uh, on break, 
but I'm not exhausted from my duties, right? Like an exhaustion could lead to a point where it's like, I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's times where I am tired and I need a break from just, you know, work or just, just stuff in general. But I'm learning that um, with Christ as my center and as my Lord, I won't be exhausted because I'll start to have a proper understanding and uh, uh, a Christ-like outlook of on on things around me, right? So it's just like, if I'm not looking for Felicia to be my, to validate me, or if I'm, or if I'm, if I'm not looking to put my identity and my, um, you know, you know, I, I don't know the word for it, but you know, um, as far as like, not, not how I put this. So when it comes to the boys, like if, if I'm in a situation where my identity and my value is based on how I perform with them and how they perform, these things are going to exhaust me because every time, you know, Jackson fails a test or if Jackson does something wrong, I'm going to be so angry all the time. And I don't know about y'all, but I can only speak for myself. One thing that I don't like to do, I don't like to be angry because it exhausts me. Anger is something I used to carry a lot. And I'd always be so exhausted. It's draining because I'm just so angry. When I'm angry, I'm digging from this dark, ugly, deep space. And it's exhausting me. It's draining me. It's depleting me. Where happiness and joy is, is, is putting life back into me, right? And so um, I've just been having to learn that I can't make Felicia my Lord. I can't make um, parenthood my Lord. I can't make work my Lord. I can't make uh, social media my Lord. I can't make music, poetry, this podcast. I can't make um, food my Lord. Like, like we, like it sounds funny, but like we put everything, we could, we put anything and everything in God's, in God's uh, place. We, we replace God with anything. You know, you think about, you know, exes, how they, they were praising the golden calf. You know, it sounds funny and ridiculous to us, but it's like we praise, you know, Kim Kardashian or we praise the Currys or, you know, we, we even praise people who aren't, who you know, who seem like decent people. You know, like I see, I think his name is Toby Inigwe and people worship that family. People, you know, they just whatever, you know, and so I'm learning that I have to have a proper spiritual um perspective on things and that I had that I could I could work my butt off for my family. I could, you know, do stuff. There's things that I could do for my family, but I could do it in a way that doesn't deplete me. And that comes from stewardship, you know? And so I'm learning where I don't have to deplete myself. Um that and that even if I'm doing something for my family, like for instance, like there are some mornings where I eat on my day off and I could just go home and sleep. I drop off Jackson and then I go to the store, go all the way to Felicia's drive and I bring her breakfast. And 
it's not exhausting for me. You know, you, one would think, oh, it's so exhausting. Why don't you get some sleep? But it's not exhausting to me because I'm not doing it to get Felicia's approval. I'm doing it to show love. I'm doing it um, to honor Christ and to put a smile on her face and seeing her smile, seeing her, you know, hug, seeing her whatever. Um, it doesn't. It it it, it puts it brings life back into me. I'm not exhausted, right? Now, if I was doing these things because I wanted to show off, I wanted Felicia's coworkers to see how dope I am, or I want to flex and show Felicia that I'm making more money now that her man got her, that would deplete me because either A, Felicia would not get the spiritual benefit of the food, so it'd just be like whatever, and I would be mad because of her response, or B, she would end up wanting more because now it's like, okay, well, you got money. We'll do this and do that, right? And I'm not saying that's how Felicia is, but what I'm saying is that's how things work when they're not in their proper place and when we're not doing things to glorify him. And so um, there's nothing wrong with being tired. And there will be times where we are exhausted. But I want to fully, in, you know, you guys are better than me, right? You guys are better Christians than me. You know, I, I always say, you know, I always like to quote Paul, you know, I'm the chief of sinners, right? I'm, I'm, the, I'm the greatest sinner of them all. And so I know that for me, my exhaustion comes from uh, my exhaustion comes from poor stewardship because the Lord don't call me to put all that into my job. Like, I, I, I can't. There are times where. I would come home from work beat down and exhausted because I went so hard for work. I'm at work and I'm just going crazy. But then when it comes to the Lord, I'm giving him sleepy prayers. I'm nodding off. Um, I'm supposed to be reading scripture, but my mind is focused on uh, my task for the day. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm not giving him my first fruits. It's like a, now I'm becoming a legalistic. I'm becoming a Pharisee. I, I'm, I'm now... I'm trying to fulfill my spiritual, I'm trying to uh, fulfill my religious obligations instead of doing things out of love. And so I always think about like, what if, what if I treated, you know, uh, Felicia and the boys like that? What if they were, uh, uh, what if I treat them like an obligation? They would feel that, right? They would feel that, you know? And so I don't know, I'm just babbling on, but I'm just learning, um, how to divvy out like, um, you know, people love talking about um, budgeting, finances, yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. They got classes for that. There, there's all kind of templates you could follow where you could learn how to budget. But I'm learning to budget my energy, um, my spirit, my spiritual um, energy, just making sure that I... I could I could give an excellent effort at work. I could go home and I could give an excellent effort at home. I could, um, you know, sit down and write a song and get to a beat. I could do all kinds of stuff, but I could do it to the glory of God. And I think that's like where the proper stewardship is coming from. Like if if I'm busting my butt at work, if I'm working overtime, and this is to glorify the this is to glorify the Lord because I want to glorify him through my efforts and I want to 
you know, work hard or, you know, or, or there's something that I'm trying to save up for so that I could do something um, that that's towards ministry or, you know, whatever it may be. Right. That's, it won't be depleting. It won't be depleting. Right. And so like, you know, one big thing is like, um, when I pray for this job, I pray for this job because I wanted to have a career, you know, um, I worked for the Kings for eight years and one day I just woke up and said, I'm done with this. And from there, um, I just started working all kinds of jobs, doing all kinds of stuff just because I was so broken, so exhausted, so angry about investing eight years of my life into the Kings. I was so angry and I feel like I deprived myself of the world and I really want to go out there and see what was out there. Right. <clears throat> and so, um, I was just so exhausted. And so, you know, when my family came along, I just prayed to the Lord for stability, for something that a space that I could grow in, a space that would glorify him and um, just a space where I'd be able to take care of my from my, my familial obligations, where um, there wouldn't be this heavy financial burden on Felicia, you know, because, you know, with her being director and things like that, I didn't want to come to a situation where. I'm just flying around jobs or I'm doing something that is a burden to my family. And so I want to do something that would glorify him, something that I would enjoy and something that would um, bless my family. And that's exactly what this job has done. And, you know, just and just meeting these awesome coworkers and just, you know, everything and just the, the different resources that come with this job and just all the different things. It's been truly a blessing. Right truly a blessing and so um this job doesn't exhaust me because you know i understand the assignment as you guys would say <laughs> you know i understand the assignment i understand that my assignment here is to glorify him is to spread the gospel is to be a loud christian um you know we talk about um we talk a lot about um first first um ministries right and so it's like this job wasn't meant to glorify me this job wasn't meant for me to get money and to and to go out and to stunt this job is meant for me to be able to um, provide you know that if that if my son wants to get mcdonald's that i could say yeah you know what i'm saying like that if you know i want to give my fiance 200 300 bucks that i could do that um, that this job is um, having a particular space where I could do things without hesitation, you know? And so, um, but also not getting caught in like the stability of the job, not not getting to the point where I think that the job is, that, that the job is my security. Understand that the Lord is my security still, you know? And so it doesn't exhaust me the way that jobs used to, because I also understand a job is a job. Like, you know, I talked to a lot of my coworkers and it's like, they're looking for a lot out of a job that a job just realistically can't provide because it's just a job. Just like um, a, a partner can't provide certain things because they're simply just a partner. Your kids, they're simply just a kid. Your car is simply just a car. You know, we're not, nothing here is God. Nothing here is uh I'm the present, you know, it's nothing is all knowing. So everything here is on earth is limited. It's awesome. It's a blessing, 
but it's limited, right? And so um, going into this job, knowing that it doesn't exhaust me, and I've had to take that mentality into a lot of things. And there are times where, like I said, where the exhaustion does kick in, but I have to be honest with my own self and realize that the reason why things are exhausting me is that because I am trying to, that now is take is now my Lord, you know? Um, I think it was Tim Keller. He said, um, he said, think about stuff. Think about the stuff that you, just think about something. He said, whatever you, whatever is, whatever you don't hesitate to spend money on is your Lord. That's your true Lord. He was like, you know, whether it's food, whether it's, um, clothes, whatever you, a partner, um, you know, your car, whatever you don't hesitate to spend, whatever it's, you know, you don't hesitate to spend money on. Cause there's certain things where I'm like, "Eh." like you see those memes where it's like, Oh, 300 on the bill, 300 on the meal. And it's like, they smiling and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. But, um, yeah, man, um, that's just something I've been thinking about. It's just exhaustion versus tired. And so um, I'm just learning in this season that, hey, that he is Lord. Hard stop. He's Lord. And nothing can replace him. You know, we, you know, you think about the people in the Bible and how they wanted an earthly king, how they wanted all this stuff. They wanted all these things and none of it suffice for him, you know? And so, uh, you know, it's easy for us to do the same thing in this world, you know? Um, you know, if we, it's just, it's just crazy, man. I think about like social media. Um, I just think about all these different things, you know, and just how they become Lord, you know, they be, they become Lord. And so, um, I just been on this journey. And so eventually what I want to do is put a series together called priorities where I just go into different topics. Um, talk about money, talk about relationships, talk about, um, work and just have a whole, um, episode or whatever, a whole session where, I just pull out scriptures and different examples and really go deep into it, dive into it and talk about um, God's purpose for these things, because that's where I, I, I go all the way back to the beginning of this, of this podcast. Um, I've had to deprogram everything that I know about money, everything that I know about relationships, that I know about sex, that I know about parenting, that I know about work, because it was all wrong. And so I've had to rewind <clears throat> deprogram and learn God's purpose. Work is good, but rest is good too. You know, family is good, relationships are good, you know, um cars are good. All these things are good. Money is good, but it's what we do with it. You know what I'm saying? It's what we do with it. You know? Like a knife is good. A knife you can, it could be used to cut apples it could be used to um cut meat it could be used to um you know anything you know it could be used for multiple purposes but also could be used to stab someone right you know i remember uh, there was this book i used to read a lot and they said the same hands that build bombs um the same hands that could build a bomb could build a school 
And so it's like money could, you know, money can help you be able to feed yourself, be able to support ministries, be able to, um, you know, feed your kids, keep the lights on. Um, Money could be able to help. It could be you could use money to help the poor. Um, You could use money to um, for a nice family trip. You know what I'm saying? You can use money, you know, just for all kinds of different reasons, but you can also use money, um, you know, I mean, these are extreme examples, but you can use money on prostitutes. You can use money on drugs. You can use money, um, you know, to do all kinds of wicked things with it, right? Like people use money for all kinds of wicked means, right? And so um, these things aren't bad. It's what we do with them and how we perceive them, right? And so this whole journey has just been about understanding God's purpose for everything. And the way you learn is through scripture. You know, um, Skip Isaac, he said, when you get in your car, um, there's a manual. And that manual is going to help you with the experience of your car. It's going to help you be able to um, be a better steward of your car. And that's what the Bible is. The Bible um, it's the, it's the living word, you know, it's the bread of life, you know, it's, um, it's able to help us to navigate through this stuff. You know, we don't need, um, <laughs> all this stuff of the world that's trying to tell us how things work or how, what we should do. You know what I'm saying? Like we ultimately have the Bible, but, um, that went on a lot longer than it was supposed to. So I'm going to stop right now. I'm going to save that for um a session or a series later so um yeah december 27th um december 27th i will have my fiance on the podcast um and so i'm assuming that we will release the episode december 28th but um i'm going to have my fiance on here and she's going to talk about her ministry amongst other things, but um, really just give you an insight on, um, you know, on the calling that God has put on her life recently. And um, I'm super excited to see what she has, uh, what the Holy Spirit puts on her heart. Um, you know, she's going to talk about just the direction, um, you know, just kind of, just kind of this whole process. And um, I think the awesome part is that she's finding her groove as an authentic believer where I think that like believers can be real corny and they don't want to be the Jesus freak. Like recently I had to like ask God to help me calm down because like I was looking at people's Christmas lights and stuff like that. And I was like, what's this guy do with Jesus? Like, that's cute. Like we got all these snowmans, all stuff, but like, at what point do we ultimately, at what point do we, you know, recognize the greatest gift? right? You know, Jesus Christ. And I was, you know, and I remember, you know, Jackson and me, we drove past a house and we saw, um, they had baby Jesus and the man there. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. That's, that's Christmas. That's the real Christmas. All this other stuff is just, um, corporate. It's a way to get people to spend money. It's not really about Jesus. Right. But, um, anywho, um, so I'm, I'm the Jesus snob guy. Right. And that's something I'm trying to work on not to be so, snobby and not so angry about it you know what i'm saying like i'm always like what are we doing you know but um anywho um with her uh she's developing and growing into her own brand of um a believer and um 
finding that space of being a believer, but also um, showing all of it and, um, you know, not just uh, trying to be holier than thou. And so I think that you're going to get a lot of that on the podcast. And I think you're going to get a lot of that when um, with her ministry as well is it's going to be God honoring, no doubt, but uh, she's not going to pretend to be perfect, but she's going to lead you to someone who is perfect. Now, I'm not going to speak for her, right? Because this is her ministry, but I'm super excited um, that the Lord is um, allowing us to share this, um, this platform. This is a platform I've been building for the last two years. And if you'd have told me that in the future, this platform would be used to help my wife spread the gospel and to share about her ministry, I wouldn't believe you. Like, my dream was always that this ministry would help, uh, this podcast, this ministry would help um, build my profile and would help, um, you know, other people, other artists, but Never why I think that it would help, you know, my my partner. So I'm super duper, 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 duper excited about um having her on. Um so be on the lookout for the episode. Uh, we'll both be promoting that. So look out for both of our um social medias and things like that. Um but yeah, um I you know, you guys should definitely tune into that. Even if you ain't a mom, tune into it, um, listen to the ministry, um be inspired. Um, if you have a heart towards the Lord and you are willing to be used, he could do the rest. You know, you ain't got to worry about who's going to show up, uh, what you're going to say, um, all that stuff. Because if you make yourself available, he'll use you. You know what I'm saying? So many times in the Bible where the Lord calls someone, they say, here I am. You know what I'm saying? So this is um, Felicia's Here I Am moment on the podcast. So, <clears throat> yeah, so look out for it. Uh, we're recording December 27th, so expect it a day or two after that, maybe even that night. I don't know, man. I don't know. You just got to look out for it. But anywho, um, man, I am so, 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 so grateful. Um, I recently dropped a song called You, and I'll be dropping another song. Um Second Corinthians five seventeen is the name of the track. Um, so I'll be dropping another track, but I'm just gonna start dropping songs, just giving y'all more content, more content to um, chew on, especially for the believer homies out there who um, always looking for some music, always looking for a way to transition out of secular stuff. Um, dropping some more music, um, so I'm gonna play you on here, um, and uh, yeah, I hope y'all enjoy it. Um, you can look it up on YouTube, Nat Freeman. Just type in Nat Freeman and then the letter U, and it should come up. But, uh, man, I love y'all. I'm so grateful for y'all's support. Um, yeah, the next time I record, <laughs> unless the spirit calls me again, um, you will be hearing uh, my fiance and me on here. Um, and me just listening and uh, her just talking about... Um, her ministry and um, her her assignment in life. Um, anywho, I love y'all. This your boy Natty Free. Um, please keep my family and me in prayer. Um, if you have any prayer requests, please send those things my way. 
Um, anywho, it's been real. I'll catch you on a couple of weeks. Um, have a great Christmas. Um, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. That lays within mm. Agave love only comes from him, him. More, you. More you Less me, Bless me. Without you Where will I be, I be? Polluting my lungs Pollute. Drowning my liver Through you I have been delivered mm. Was given the cold shoulder You could have seen me shiver I laugh in the presence of Goliath <laughs> Cause my God is way bigger, way bigger. My weapon of choice is faith Don't know my faith, so I don't take my days for granted My son's gonna know that I'm loving when I leave this planet Without you. Without you. Without you.